98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The health secretary says the government is actively considering the scrapping of hotel quarantine. 10,000 flame trees are to get a health check by the end of the month. And President Putin insists Russia's offensive in the Donbass region of Ukraine remains on track. Health Secretary Lo Chung Mao says the government is actively considering scrapping hotel quarantine, though he was tight-lipped as to when this might happen. Currently, travellers are required to spend three nights in a designated hotel and then monitor their health for the next four days. Dr Lo says since the so-called 3 plus 4 model was introduced in August, they haven't found a single inbound traveller holding an amber code entering a restaurant. He described the data as positive. Speaking to reporters after appearing on a radio programme, the health chief said Hong Kong's COVID policies are not based solely on the fatality rate. The total death of COVID in this year, 2022, has exceeded 9,000. And we can't just look at the past three months. We have to understand, before the COVID, Hong Kong is already facing extreme pressure on the healthcare system and our waiting time is pretty long. And at the same time, the reason wastage of our healthcare professionals, the the, uh, staff attrition rate is on the high side. These are things that we have to consider. So it's not just the snapshot fatality rate in the last three months that we consider. Development Secretary Bernadette Lin says authorities will inspect over 10,000 so-called flame trees planted along roadsides by the end of this month, after a huge tree fell and crashed onto several vehicles yesterday. The driver and nanny of a school bus escaped with minor injuries in the incident in Homantin. Ms Lin said authorities will inspect other types of trees later. She also said her bureau will set up a dedicated team to review current tree management guidelines and enforcement and it's hoped officials will come up with some recommendations by the end of the year. Washington has named Gregory May as the new head of the United States Consulate in Hong Kong and Macau. He arrived in Hong Kong yesterday. In a statement, Mr May said he looks forward to getting to know the diverse people in the two SARs and building on long-standing relationships, shared interests and values. The diplomat has previously served as the Consul General in Shenyang and also worked at the US Consulate in Guangzhou, and the U.S. Embassy in Beijing. President Putin has insisted that Ukraine's recent counteroffensive will not change Russia's military plans. Earlier, Mr. Putin told the Indian Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, he was doing everything possible to stop the conflict. He was responding to Mr. Modi's comment that it was not a time for war. I know your stance on the conflict in Ukraine, I know about the concerns that you voice constantly. We'll do everything for it to stop as soon as possible. Unfortunately, the leadership of the opposing side, Ukraine, has stated that they refuse to hold talks and that they want to reach their goals militarily, or as they say, on the battlefield. In his first public comments since Ukraine's successes in the northeastern Kharkov region, Mr Putin said he was not in a hurry and the offensive in the Donbass region remains on track. The main target is the liberation of the whole Donbass territory. This work continues, despite the attempts at a counteroffensive by the Ukrainian army. However, our offensive in Donbass is not stopping. It goes on, slowly, gradually. But the Russian army is gaining more and more territory. 
President Macron of France has become the latest world leader to condemn Russia after the discovery of more than 400 bodies in the newly recaptured area of Ukraine. In a tweet, Mr Macron said the perpetrators of the atrocities would be held to account. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said Russia had behaved horrifically. Whenever we see the Russian tide recede from the parts of Ukraine that it's uh, occupied, uh, we see what's left in its wake. And this latest uh, discovery of apparently 440 mass graves um, in Izium is a reminder of that. Journalists at the scene say most victims appear to be civilians. And now to the weather forecast. It will be mainly fine and dry apart from some haze. Very hot again today with isolated showers and light to moderate westerly winds. And the outlook, persistently very hot in the next few days. And currently at the observatory, it's 34 degrees Celsius, with the relative humidity now at 58%. And please be advised, the fire danger and very hot weather warnings are both currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The White House says it's deeply concerned by the death of a young Iranian woman after her arrest by Iran's morality police. Masa Amini, who was 22, died after being detained in Tehran for allegedly violating the Islamic Republic's strict dress code for women. The morality police deny reports that she was beaten. More from the BBC's Bahman Kabasi. Police officials claimed that Miss Amini had a heart attack within an hour of being taken in custody. Her family has furiously rejected that. Her mother spoke to the BBC from the hospital saying, please tell the world... They killed my angel. The president, Ibrahim Raisi, has ordered an investigation. A small town in the Netherlands has taken Twitter to court after becoming the centre of an online conspiracy theory. Bode Graven, with about 35,000 inhabitants, is demanding the social media platform remove all messages relating to a supposed ring of satanic paedophiles. For the past two years, the town has been the focus of baseless stories about the abuse and murder of children said to have taken place in the 1980s. The BBC's Anna Holligan has more. Hundreds of followers flocked to the graveyard in Bodegraven last year in response to the fictional allegations. They held prayer sessions, laid flowers and protest signs on the graves of seemingly random dead children, causing extreme anguish to their grieving parents and unrest among locals. Last year, the court ordered the men behind the conspiracy theory to immediately remove all their tweets, threats and other content linked to the story. But the claims continue to circulate. According Researchers say brightly coloured songbirds are in greater danger of extinction because they're so popular as pets. A study of the songbird trade in Southeast Asia found that although species are targeted primarily for their voice, certain types of plumage make birds even more likely to be taken from the wild to be sold. This report from the BBC's Victoria Gill. The cacophony in Jakarta's busiest wildlife market gives a sense of the scale of Southeast Asia's songbird trade. The demand for caged birds, particularly in Indonesia, where bird singing competitions are hugely popular, has driven some of the most tuneful species close to extinction. This study looked at how much the colour of a bird's plumage influenced its popularity in the trade. The researchers found that bright blue, yellow and white were some of the most desirable colours and that birds with distinct colour patterns not seen in other species were especially popular. 
The longest-running show in New York, The Phantom of the Opera, is set to close in February after ticket sales failed to recover following the pandemic lockdown. The musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber premiered in the city in 1988 and has become one of the main events on Broadway. But theatres in New York have struggled to recover from the pandemic when they were forced to close for 18 months. More details from the BBC's Vincent Dowd. Broadway is totally commercial in its mindset. In New York, unlike London, you can easily find week-by-week figures for how shows are doing. And Phantom currently has attendance figures of around 81% of capacity. This for a show where, for many years, you couldn't even find a ticket anywhere. So roughly one seat in five at the Majestic Theatre in Manhattan is unsold. So it's, I'm sorry, it's, it's curtains. To sports and in football, in the English Premier League, Aston Villa have registered their first win in five matches, beating Southampton by a goal to nil, thanks to Jacob Ramsey's strike shortly before half-time. Under pressure, Villa manager Stephen Gerrard says it's a big three points for his side. I thought out of possession we were really good tonight. Um, we will get better in, in possession when we move up this table and we're a little bit calmer, we're a little bit more relaxed. You'll see um, the talent come out, but... Where we were at before the game with the pressure that's been on us, it's important that we win in a different way. Fulham are up to sixth in the table after they came from a goal down to beat Nottingham Forest 3-2 at the city ground. Forest remain in the bottom three and have lost their last four league games. Their boss Steve Cooper says it'll take time for their new signings to settle in. There's no doubt that at times we look like a new team. There's parts of our game which looks like it's improving and some good moments, but then there's other parts of our game where we do look like a new team. And... um, that's where we're at, you know, and, and tonight is a good example of that. Some 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 good bits and and then some bits where you think, yeah, you know, yeah, we we we've not long been together. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The health secretary says the government is actively considering the scrapping of health, of hotel quarantine, though he was tight-lipped about when this may happen. 10,000 flame trees are to get a health check by the end of the month after a huge tree fell and crashed onto several vehicles yesterday. And President Putin has insisted that Russia's offensive in the Donbass region of Ukraine remains on schedule. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 I'm Dr. Eminem. The pandemic is surging with more contagious mutant strains. The elderly are at the highest risk if a new wave comes. Scientific data shows that those with stable health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Take your elderly relatives to get the jab at community vaccination centers, designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or hospital COVID-19 vaccination stations, or opt for the home vaccination service. The Greater Bay Area provides even more choices for Hong Kong people. The modern transport network, with high-speed railways and highways, has brought the 10 other cities of the Greater Bay Area into our living circle. Whether we're planning to spend our leisure time, buy a home, or to retire in the Greater Bay Area, policy measures are in place to make things easy for us. Greater Bay Area Living. Greater Choices. Radio This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. We're going to kick off the hour with a request from the lovely Miss Sherry. Here's 1972 Summer Breeze. Seals and Croft, you're listening to Michael Lance, Radio 3, The People's Show. See the curtains hanging in the window in the evening on the bright 
Music Masterclass coming up. We're going to go back. Start 1959. Here's Barrett Strong. Money. That's what I want. Right here on Radio 3 with me, Michael Lance, and the People Show. 